the BTSE 365 podcast. I need a vacation. I'm going to the ghetto with some bread. See if I can stack me up some paper. I need a vacation. I'm going to the bluff with some bread. See if I can pick me up enough. I need a vacation. I'm going to college park with some dark dogs. See if I can pick me up some hard. I need a vacation. I'm going to the floor with Google. And everybody know I make it snow. I need a vacation. You see me standing there. Do what it do, what it does, what the business be like. Tis the BTSE 365 podcast. It's the summertime, so everybody can relate to this track. A lot of people want a vacation. Probably just had a vacation, about to go on a vacation. Then, then had one in the last thirty days or so. I know a few of my listeners been on vacation. Shout out to. New listeners, old listeners, new subscribers, old subscribers. Appreciate you tuning in, wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. All that. All that good jazz. Hope everybody doing well. You know. It's always a Good hope, good thought to want to have. To I mean, because you know, not everybody's having a good day, but not all days are created created equal. You know, I, I've been seeing this viral video go around of uh, Michael B. Jordan when he was at the uh, Warriors and Celtics game too. I think he's an Oakland native, if I'm not mistaken. Let me Google that before somebody hit me up and be like, man, you know that man ain't from Oakland. I'm like, shit. I thought he was. He did the the Fruitvale Station joint. I, I thought he was from there. Could have fooled me. Okay, he from Santa Ana. So, yeah, he from the Bay. He from the Bay. So, you know, everybody... Saw him and was like, oh, look at him. He's so sad. And I was watching the game live, so I saw it when they put the the, the camera on him. And I want to say there was a, uh, what's the guy named? Travis Scott that was with him, that was with him. And uh, folks was just saying, you know, damn, look at him. He down. I'm like, bro, y'all ain't never been through no 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 breakup. Let that man have his <laughs> have his moment, man. Let him be. Shit, I remember going through one boy, I was listening to uh listening to Al Green for about three straight weeks. 
I'm talking about, I was sad, boy. I'm talking about, boy, what was I listening to? I was listening to, let me see. Oh, here you go. I'll play it for you. Yeah, this is what I was listening to. Yeah, if you listen to you, you know what this is. If you listen to Al Green, this is what I was listening to. Oh, I was sick. <laughs> Going through it. it. It it come on like a sad ass song. You just know this 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 gonna make you be heartbroken and downtrodden and whatnot. Listen, listen to the music. It sound like that. I bet y'all listening like shit, why you play this? Let me hit this yet. Woo. Mm. But life goes on. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. The world. It keep on turning. And that's what you got to tell yourself. You know what I'm saying? When you're doing, when you're going down bad through there. That's what you got to tell yourself, man. That's what you got to tell yourself. Same to a mile. To spend together. Mm. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But y'all get the point, though. And it's like, you know, I don't normally talk about celebrity relationships. That ain't my that ain't my my niche. That ain't one of my my sticks, as they say. But it's like. Carlos Miller said it best on Twitter. Men got feelings too. Men, men, we all go through, we all, we human. Everybody got emotions. H-Town said it best. Emotions make you cry sometimes. Emotions make you glad sometimes. But most of all, they make you fall in love. That's what H-Town said. That's what H-Town said. That's all I know, so. You know, it, it it be like that. It be like that. I'm just gonna play R and B for y'all today. Y'all y'all know what's up. If you if you know me, you know I'm an R and B junkie anyway. Nineties R and B for the show. Like you know, like nineties R and B. We we probably can't be cool. Like I like the oldies. I like the oldies, but them, that 90s stuff, that's what I grew up on. Same to a mess town. Trying to tell y'all, man. That's what did it do? So, you know, I ain't going to sit here and shit on the Oh, you on TV, sad as Yes, you'd be sad as motherfucker, too, if everybody in the world knew you, your, your lady left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, shit. Some niggas, they, they, you know, it's a lot of niggas out there. Man, man, look, yeah, you can talk like that. But you know and I know. All breakups ain't created equal. 
might have made it through a couple. But that one that got you, it got you. It just got you. Speaking of gotcha, that's what I want to say to all the fans, all of the sports people, sports fans, whatever, who thought that Debo Samuel wasn't going to show up to the 49ers minicamp. All those people. So, and I say that because Debo showed up to camp today. All along, I've been saying the same thing. This is a second-round pick. He on his, he at the end of his rookie contract, his business. He used certain tactics to do certain things to get his message out there. But now, when it comes to business, you got to put your business first. And in order to get the money that you think you deserve, you got to be professional. It's a professional sport. You might be entertaining but you're still what they consider a professional. You're not an amateur. You're not a child. You got to show up and do your job if you expect to get paid. If you want something from somebody, you got to show them that you want it. You got to show up. If you want somebody to give you something, you got to show up in order for them to give it to you. And that's what he did. And he also know, like Marshawn Lynn said, I'm just here so I don't get fined. I made a trade request. request. Now I'm going to let my agent do everything else. If it's really he don't want to be used as a running back, guess what? You draft another running back like they did in the third round. You draft another gadget offensive lineman tackle like they did. I mean, sign uh, the kid from Mercer. You do that. You appease to that player that you say is a star that you want there for 10 years. Why? Because now you got this young studded quarterback who, as much as the media pundits out there, do their best. Because this is what I understand. I, I'm, I'm, I understand this. And it don't take you being a media professional to understand it, which I am. But to the, to the, 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 the common fan or listener of this show, it don't take you being a rocket scientist to understand why these people do what they do in the offseason. These Chris Sims of the world and uh, Florio, these pro football talk people and Colin Cowherd and any other talking head that's on TV. Because what I gather is they need to feel this information cycle. Me and my partner, Big Jeff, shout out to uh, Full Sports Press Podcast. Like, we both say the same thing. Like, bro, they'll get on TV and say the same shit for eight hours in a different way. That's why I stopped watching a lot of it. Yeah, on YouTube, I might if it's a topic, I might listen to it just to hear for about two minutes. But I can't watch it because, A, it be some dumb shit sometimes. Like it just it just be some dumb shit and, and I'm go- shout out to JJ Reddick and CJ McCollum because I I've been seeing this clip go around where they pretty much calling Stephen A. Smith out on his bullshit because he said Russell Westbrook he don't he don't he think it was a bad thing that Russell Westbrook showed up to the press conference for Darvin Ham because the Lakers have been talking about possibly trading him not in public but they say it's privately been discussed 
So he shouldn't show up to the press conference of the guy who right now is his head coach. Right? Because the franchise allegedly been talking about moving him. So, but he's a player who wants to stay there because of his hometown team, and he like playing for them. So to show the team that they shouldn't keep me, I shouldn't show up. Especially if I'm in town, I guess you're going. Like, I might as well go, right? That's how I'm looking at it. Like, maybe LeBron was out doing business. He just became a billionaire. Maybe he was out doing business somewhere. You know what I'm saying? He was doing business. He couldn't show up to the press conference, but he been talking to him. He been texting him. That's 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 odd. So, yeah, shout out to them. But like I was saying, when it comes to the Forty ers and Debo Samuel and Trey Lance and stuff, you hearing all these ah, oh, the kid this and Colin Cowherd was like, when people talk somebody, it feel like people are selling Trey Lance to him now. But they all been saying the same thing, like, for the last year. He's raw. He's got a lot of great talent. He's got a lot of skills. Got to package it all together. Hadn't played a whole lot of football. He needs the reps. Right? That's all I've been hearing. Now, when Trey Lance was allegedly smashing his daughter, he was a good kid. Now, I don't know if they dating no more or what, but now all of a sudden he don't know. People trying to sell them to me. And it was funny because I heard them say, <laughs> nobody sold my homes on, to me. Nobody sold, you know. He just showed up and everybody was saying, oh, this kid can do this. I'm like, well, damn, ain't that selling them? You want them to come out there and shit on them? Oh, yeah, this kid is trash. We shouldn't get rid of Jimmy G. Well, no, nah, big, they can't say that because, no. Nah, but what they can say is, yeah, he need a little more polishing. Now they all saying, can't wait to see him do it in a game. Because what we see in practice, in the defense ain't, ain't no no babbage. It ain't like it's the worst. You know, it's in the bottom half of the league. It's in the top half of the league and everything. Like, despite what some may think, like, when you watch them every week and you see it, it's like, okay, yeah, bend but don't break. Folks ain't out there scoring 30 points every week on them. 35. So when you hear the defense talk about how good he is, because they got to go up against him. Then you hear the, the team talk about him on offense. Like, yeah, so that and the Debo thing, because I've been telling everybody, bro, it's, it was March. It was April. And motherfuckers talking about Debo Samuel on a trade. Do you not know what situation he in? This motherfucker ain't getting paid no big money right now. He not holding out. He live in California for half the year. Texas out there eating his ass up. So, yes, that $2 million that he might have due to him this year, man, that shit about a meal. If not less, with everything else, he got to pay. I'm sure he got an agent. Well, not sure. I know he got an agent. Might have an attorney. Which if you listen to Steve Harvey, you might want to get rid of the agent and just get you an attorney. Somebody read your contracts. You don't have to have an NFL agent per se. 
needs somebody to sign the contract. Lamar Jackson acts as his own agent. Why? Because he doesn't need an NFL PA agent, quote unquote, per se. He just needs to be able to read and understand the contract to sign a motherfucker. Look it up if you don't believe me. <laughs> but, like, again, I always expected this. It's June now. Mandatory shit. He don't want to lose no money. He ain't making big money off the field. I ain't seen Debo Samuel in no Hulu commercials. He might be, but I ain't seen him. Might be in some local California stuff. Some shit in South Carolina or Georgia. But I ain't seen nothing here in Tennessee. And, then, you know, folks talking about, well, Nick Bosa's, he's glad to see him. Came. I said, shit, I ain't never heard nothing about Nick Bosa not signing. That be that bullshit. Folks just be wanting to throw some shit out there. Speaking of throwing shit out there, I forgot to throw this out there the other day. Um, the Denver Broncos are going to be sold to one of the Walton heirs, Sam Walton heirs, that is. Yeah, he's like the 22nd richest man in America. I think he got a $59 billion as his network with a B. Billy, yeah, Uh I think it's $4.5 billion that he's going to buy it for. I mean, damn. So now you're going to have a lot of great value products in the concession stands and shit. I wonder if you're going to put the Sam's Club pizza in the concession stand because, you know, the Sam's Club pizza busting. I used to sell cars in Memphis, right, uh, near Covered in Pike, right off Covered in Pike. If you're from Memphis, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was the Sam's Club right up the street from there. Four days a week, we we hitting up the Sam's Club for their pizza. And they beef hot dogs. Five. Five. I'm trying to tell you. If you never had none of that, it'll change your life. <laughs> it'll change your life, man. Speaking of life changer, so... This this Deshaun Watson shit, it just keep getting weirder and weirder by the minute, by the day. Like, bro, he, this man had, so the, the New York Times did a report. So Deshaun Watson used a facility that was rented out by the Texans under one of the trainers' names. Like, the room wasn't in his name. It was one of the assistant trainers or some shit. And supposedly, he received multiple massages at a private hotel club. It's called the Houstonian. This 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 report just came out today. So, the reporter is saying, Watson set up at least 66 appointments, I mean, a massage appointment with at least 66 women between 2019 and last spring, 2021. 66? That's a lot, my nigga. <laughs> I don't care how you try to slice it, dice it, roll that bit. That's a lot, my nigga. Like that's that's a 
That's a whole lot, bro. And my partner said, uh, my partner said, you know, he might not ever play again. I don't think he's going there. And I saw somebody tweet that too. Like about an hour, about 30 minutes ago. I don't think he's going there, but he might not play this year. Like just to keep it a buck. Is it it went from 16 to 24. And probably some more. Like, shit might be 30 by the time it's all over with. But it's a white man-driven league. And I'm sure out of the 30-plus owners, over half of them probably some, you know, chauvinistic, womanizing motherfuckers. Or than at least been that way before. So they ain't tripping too much on them. But they will soon if they money get affected. They money ain't been affected yet. Ain't no women's rights groups put the squeeze on them yet. Or put the squeeze on sponsors and shit like that. Like once they start losing some sponsorships, TV money deals. Motherfuckers start pulling millions and billions of dollars out. Oh, it's going to be a motherfucking problem then. But until then, motherfucker might get suspended eight games. That's just that's just how this, this shit go. That's the nature of the beast. It's the nature of the beast, man. Oh, shout out to LeBron James, man. The LeBron James Family Foundation. Going to build a multi-million dollar medical facility in Akron. That's right. LeBron James already got a school. Now my, my my boy building a medical facility in his hometown. Hey, listen. I'm going to say this shit again. Say what you want about him on the basketball court. But this is the epitome of a person putting their money where their mouth is. This is the epitome of using your your, your status and your the wealth that the, the, the most high has provided you with while on earth to help affect change. He ain't a God. He ain't a king. He the king of his castle, his house. He a man, a mere mortal. But this mere mortal is doing for his people where he from what I think a lot of us as humans should be wanting to aspire to do if put in that position. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm from Ripley, Tennessee. Let me let me be able to get that type of wealth, see what I do for them. I love my town. Love my people. And there's plenty of people down there who do a lot with what they got. My mama was one of those folks. So it ain't about the money. It's about doing what you can while you can. But in working with what you got. But if you end up receiving more than others, and it 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 moves you, the spirit moves you, as they say, man, you gotta you gotta do it big. Act like Nigga, I wouldn't be, man, look, 
a medical facility, especially when it's bagged by a, a name like that, like you got to have great quality there. You got to do great service. You got to make sure it's A1 for your people because them your people because you come from there. That man writing a hell of a story for himself. I, I, a credit to him and his support system. Ain't nobody perfect. Like I said, he ain't a god. He ain't a king. He the king of his castle. You don't put him on no pedestal. You know what I'm saying? Because he walk and talk, breathe, just like you and me. But you do salute and tip your hat to people who have made it to a certain point in life and are willing and able to give to those where he come from and, and beyond. So more power to you, dog. More power to you. Moving on to golf. Big what? Talking about golf today? What you smoking today, big? That five five. <laughs> smoking on this round. <laughs> Let me see. Dustin Johnson left the PGA tour. Somebody else left the PGA Tour. You know, Dustin Johnson, the former number one player in the world. I mean, yeah, playing for the LIV Golf Series. So it's a Saudi Arabian-backed series. Let me me give you a little insight on what it is. So it's uh, the LIV... Golf Invitational Series. And it starts Thursday in London. So so it's competing with the PGA Tour. It's a new league. It's paid paid for by Saudi Arabia's public investing fund. Investment fund, excuse me. It was created to compete with the PGA Tour. First tournament in the Centurion Club outside of London. And then they got seven more events that will follow through October, which five of those seven events are in the United States. So it's going to be a little different. Uh, The golf tournaments will be three rounds as opposed to four. And will feature only uh, 48 players. Right now the PGA Tour has over 100 uh, the tournament will not have cuts, meaning every golfer plays all three rounds and gets paid. In most tour events, only the top 65 and ties advance to play the final two rounds. And those who miss the cut do not receive prize money. That's what it is for the tour right now, PJ Tour. So they're going to have individual and team competitions. So it's it's going to be a little different. It's only going to have eight tournaments as opposed to, to 46. And so the PGA Tour has 46 tournaments, but they have four majors that are not run by the PGA Tour. So right now, uh, let me see, Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson are the two most popular. 
at uh, Dustin Johnson is number fifteen. Is the number fifteen highest ranked player to join in terms of official world golf ranking? Uh, Lewis Hutchinson. I fucked his name up. Taylor Gooch and Kevin Na. Let me see. Ian Poulter, Sergio Garcia. Okay. Lee Westwood. Hmm. So the rest of them are going to be like European and younger golfers and little-known players from the Asian tour. So they, you can watch it on YouTube, Facebook, and livgolf.com. So I say all that to say, everybody, you know, competition can breed, you know, success. Make you better. See, Tiger Woods said something, though, his statement, because they, they came out and said, man, we offered him a high nine-figure deal. Nine figures, not eight. Nine of them things. But he said he fucked with tradition. He want to, you know, the tour was started in 68, 69 by Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer and some other guys. And he's more of a traditionalist. You know, it ain't about the money. And I can respect that. Because even though he ain't playing at his best no more because he's been injured and, you know, been through a lot. He still respect, you know what I'm saying, the PGA Tour because a lot of people turn their back on him. He lost sponsorships. He got them back when he started winning again. But, you know, the scandal and all that. But the PGA Tour always welcomed him back. And the fans always welcomed him back. He, he, Him leaving the tour for the LIV, would have been like just like probably like one of the worst things that could happen to the PJ Tour. Probably the worst thing. Tiger playing at the Masters a, a couple months ago had everybody talking. Everybody was talking about it. All oh, Tiger's back. Tiger's back. What is he going to do? Is he going to finish in the top 10? He flamed out towards the end, but it's Tiger Woods. He has a, he's a, he's has a video game as a golfer. <laughs> so, you know, it's just different. It's different. And like I say, I respect him having respect for the game. Because a lot of people don't respect it. A lot of people don't respect it. Can you blame them? <laughs> like, for real, can you blame them? Some people are like, man, fuck this. I'm I'm gone. Nah, I ain't, I ain't, uh-uh, no, sir. Ten figures? Shit. I done chunked them goddamn deuces. <laughs> ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way. Ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way. Ain't no way. And hey, shout out to the uh, Colorado Avalanche. 
swept the Western Conference Finals, headed to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, yeah, I don't know who they're going to play. I think the Rangers, maybe. We shall see. But whoever they play, I got the Avalanche in five, goddammit. <laughs> I got the Avalanche in five. Yeah, I got them in five. Anywho, hey, get at me on Twitter at BTSE underscore 365. That's all I got for y'all today. Y'all be safe, be dangerous. And uh, yeah, man, just love yourself if you don't love nobody else. You did. Peace. BTSE 